Hey guys, it's Kyla here in fourth period English class today with a brand new episode. We are airing live today on November 5th, and we have some interesting stuff we want to talk to y'all about today. Our topic of the day is psychopaths. Who are they? How are they different? And most importantly, what are the causes for someone to possibly become a psychopath? Now, psychopath is characteristic by the diagnostic features of a superficial charm, high intelligence, poor judgment, and a failure to learn from experience. Some people may ask, what are psychopaths and what exactly may be going through their brain? And I'm here to tell you that psychopathy is genetically determined and should be expected to be some abnormally in the brain. Psychopaths do not usually feel nervous or embarrassed when they are caught doing something bad. How weird, right? They do not feel sad when other people suffer, they, though they do feel physical pain, and they aren't themselves in a position to suffer from emotion or hurt. Most psychopaths are manipulative, aggressive, and impulsive, but these features, however, do not always lead to criminal activity. Also, social factors have a small role to play in generating psychopathy. In popular culture, psychopaths are often portrayed as serial killers, but in reality, few psychopaths are actually even killers, let alone serial killers. Some are the CEOs of large companies, others are blue-collar office bullies, and others become doctors and lawyers. So you might be wondering, what are the biological differences that create a psychopath? Mental health problems can be difficult to clearly diagnose. Unlike physical illnesses that are a lot easier, and there is no single cause for a mental health disorder. The health issues can be caused by a mixture of biological, physiological, and environmental factors. For example, people who have a family history of mental health disorders may be more prone to developing one at some point. Mental health problems can also cause a variety of emotional symptoms, such as changes in mood, anxiety, impulsive actions, even aggravation for some of the self-worth and erratical thinking. The impaired functionings of these areas in the brain affects the ability of individuals with psychopathy to form associations between stimuli and consequences. So an example of this could be hurting another person or not being able to display or have any fear or distress of a possible consequence that could take place. Scary, right? Also, Brain scans have revealed that psychopathy in criminals was associated with the decreased connectivity between the amelia and the subtortal structure of the brain. That processes negative stimuli and the veteranomical and prophetical cortex, the cortical region of the front of the brain that interprets the response from the amygdala. So altogether, the reduced activity within these areas of the brain impairs responses to emotional stimuli and decision-making. Other influences that can play a big part in a person being a psychopath is the environmental factors of which they stay around when they're young. Environmental factors, such as an upbringing of social exposure, can also form foundations for harmful thought patterns associated with mental disorders. 
In short term, mental health problems can cause people to be alienated from their peers because it's perceived as unattractive personality traits or behaviors. They can also cause fear, anger, sadness, and feelings of being helplessness if the person does not know or understand what is happening. The origin of this can resolve in what happens in the household that they are raised in or what is going on at school or other social events that they are at. Other environmental risk factors that could lead to a person becoming a psychopath are variables such as money and legal problems, residential instability, parental conflicts such as divorce, and neighborhood characteristics such as poverty and crime. These factors would continue to build upon one another over time that create an outcome of one's development stage that can be altered. Overall, research has not been able to come to a complete conclusion of a specific cause for a person to become a psychopath. In most situations, physiological and environmental factors both do play an important part in a person's behavior cause. Trying to pinpoint a specific reason may be nearly impossible because all people are very different and have very different backgrounds. But which one do you think has a bigger part in the cause of a psychopath? environmental factors, or the physiological factors. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Stay tuned for the next talk about psychopaths. Bye!